a very good day to you. My name is Apostle Timmy Evans, the Senior Pastor of Grace Grand Christian Center, Accra, Ghana. You have come to the hub of spiritual upliftment, where your spirit and your soul will be lifted with undiluted word of God and spirit-filled worship. Continue to listen to enjoy today's episode. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you. I want to bless your name. I appreciate you for the grace and the privilege you have given unto us to see yet another new day. This is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I honor you. I give you all the glory. I give you all the praises. I declare there is no one like you. Thank you for the grace and the opportunity you have given unto us to see yet another new day. Thank you for the privilege and the mercy which have been bestowed upon us. We come to you this morning, we plead for mercy, we ask for forgiveness of all our sins. Whatever it is that the devil will be using as an accusing fingers against us, Father, we plead for mercy, and we pray that you have mercy upon us in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Today, I want to go straight to the word that which I'm going to pray for you. Lift up your voice and begin to appreciate the name of the Lord. Appreciate Him, appreciate Him, appreciate Him. Say, Lord, I thank you for the grace and the privilege you have given unto me to see yet another new day in the mighty name of Jesus. Begin to plead the blood of Jesus upon you and your family. Say, I plead the blood of Jesus upon my life. I plead the blood of Jesus upon myself. I plead the blood of Jesus upon my family. I plead the blood of Jesus upon my business in the mighty name of Jesus. Decree it and declare it this morning, the blood of Jesus will speak for me. The blood of Jesus will speak for me. The blood of Jesus will purify, it will sanctify and modify every works of darkness in my life in the name of Jesus. Let the blood of Jesus frustrate every works of darkness in my life, in my home, in my marriage, in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Lay your right hand upon your head. Say, I plead the blood of Jesus upon my destiny. And by the blood of Jesus, I neutralize every works of darkness. I plead the blood of Jesus upon my destiny. And by the blood of Jesus, I neutralize every works of darkness. Let everything that is growing in me that is not of God be nullified by the blood of Jesus. Everything that is growing in me that is not of God be nullified by the blood of Jesus. Say, I drink the blood of Jesus and I neutralize every food that I have eaten in my dream. I drink the blood of Jesus and I neutralize every sexual affair that took place in my dream. I drink the blood of Jesus and I uproot every poison of darkness in my system in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Decree and declare that as I go out today, the blood of Jesus will go ahead of me. It will make the road smooth before me. It will make the road clear before me. Every obstacle, every stumbling block, every roadblock ahead of me, I use the blood of Jesus to push them away in the precious name of Jesus. As we have declared, so shall it be in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Yesterday, we began to talk about the plans of the enemy. We spoke about how the devil is always 
there to point accusing fingers against us. Today we continue the reading of the passage. We continue from verse 3 of the book of Joshua chapter 7. And when they returned to Joshua, they said, Not all the army will have to go up against Ai. Send two or three thousand men to take it and do not worry the old army. For only a few people live there. So about three thousand went up, but they were routed by the men of Ai, who killed about thirty-six of them. They chased the Israelites from the city gate as far as the stone quarry and struck them down on the slopes. At this, the hearts of the people melted in fear and became like water. Believe me, when sin gains access into our camp, it destroys more than what we can imagine. When sin gains access into our home, it destroys what, more than what we can imagine. When sin comes into contact with us and we give it room, it sets us back more than generations. It affects our relationship with God. You see, when our relationship with God is affected, what happens is that the devil gains access to any area of our life. One thing we have to understand is that the devil is always looking for opportunities to gain access into our life because he feeds on the life of people. He feeds on the destiny of people. As Christians, we are his number one enemy. The victory we desire, the miracle we desire, the deliverance we desire, the healing we desire from God can only come when we can walk the path of purity as designed by the scriptures and the path of holiness as designed by the scriptures. Let's continue reading. Let's go to verse 6. Verse 6. Then Joshua tore his clothes and fell face down to the ground before the ark of the Lord remaining there till evening. The elders of Israel did the same. The elders of Israel did the same and sprinkled dust on their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, sovereign Lord, why did you ever bring these people across the Jordan to deliver us into the hands of the Amorites to destroy us? If only we had been content to stay on the other side of the Jordan. Pardon your servant, Lord, what can I say now that Israel has been routed by its enemy? The Canaanites and the other people of the country will hear about this and they will surround us and wipe out our name from the earth. What then will you do for your own great name? Then the Lord said to Joshua, Stand up. What are you doing down on your face? Israel has sinned. Mark that in your Bible. Inasmuch as this is a message that a lot of people don't like to hear, when it comes to the message about deliverance, we respond respond quick. When it comes to a message about breakthrough, our amen will be very loud. But once it comes to 
that place where we come to understand that God does not play with holiness. God does not play with purity. Then our response go low. You know why? Because the devil wants us to feel like anytime someone is opening our eyes to understand the impact, the impact of sin in our life, the devil makes us feel like we are being judged. The devil makes us feel like even the person who is talking himself is not perfect. Why is he talking about sin? We know nobody is perfect. As a matter of fact, no man on earth has been able to reach the standard of God. But we need to understand that God does not play with the standard of purity. We have to try our best. We have to make effort. We have to seek the face of God. We have to pray for the Holy Spirit to help us. Sin destroys faster than the devil himself. Sin destroys faster than the devil himself. One of the sins that destroy men quick is the sin of fornication. If you are praying for financial breakthrough and you cannot hold yourself, you are sleeping around with every girl in the skirt, you will not break through. It's the reality. But we hate to hear that because we enjoy the pleasure of that fornication. We enjoy the pleasure of that adultery. Each time we commit fornication, we close bigger doors against ourselves. We give the devil the legal ground to attack our blessing. We give the devil the legal ground to attack our breakthrough. Now, God proceeded to talking to Joshua about the exact sin that was committed. Let's continue reading in verse 10. He said, verse 11, sorry. Israel had sinned. Israel had sinned. They have violated my covenant. They have violated my covenant. When you violate the covenant of God over your life, what you are directly doing is you are opening the door for the devil to gain access to your life. What is covenant? Covenant is some sort of agreement on the side of God between you and God. That covenant is the promise of God the, 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 the seal of God over your destiny. That covenant is, is a pact that God made with you. That my son, as long as you are doing this, you will not lack. My daughter, as long as you are doing this, you will not lack. Some people, they don't even know the covenant of God over their life is evangelism. Some, the covenant of God over their life is reading a particular Bible passage. Some, the covenant of God over their life is praises, is, is worship. Once they do their part, the promises of God begin to come to pass in their life. Some, the covenant of God over their life is giving. I have met people who had financial problems. And as we're praying, God speaks to me, say, listen, go and do this. Go and be doing this. Go and be taking care of street children. And as soon as they go and begin to do that, doors begin to open for them. That is the covenant of God over their life. Sometimes when we violate the covenant of God over our life, 
we give the devil access to oppress specific areas of our destiny. The Israelites violated the covenant of God in their life. The first thing they committed is violating the God's covenant over them. They have taken some of the devoted things. They have taken some of their accursed things. That is number two. After violating the covenant of God over their life, they went ahead and put their hands in the accursed things. What are the accursed things? The accursed things are things that are dedicated to God. The accursed things are things that are meant for God alone. Your body is the temple of God. Your body is the house of God. When you violate your body, you open the door for the devil to come and possess your destiny. When you violate the covenant of God, one, you allow the devil to have access into your marriage. You allow the devil to have access into your finances. When you touch their cost things, what belongs to God must go to God. Your tithe belongs to God. There are certain things that God will give to you, certain blessings that God will give to you, and the Holy Spirit will minister to you directly. My son, my daughter, take this and go and give it to this widow. Take this and go and do this. Take this and give it to the church. When you violated that, and you add that one, you're supposed to give out to God, to people that are in need, need around you, and you add it to the one you consume, you are eating the food of God. That gives the devil access to your finances. I know people who were playing games with God who have ended up in problems that they they cannot even imagine. If we are working with God, we must understand that God does not joke with his covenant. God does not joke with his purity. And holiness is not all about running away from sin. There are certain things that God even expects of us to do. If you don't do them, you give the devil access into your home. You give the devil access into your life. Let's say you have been called into evangelism and you are evangelizing very well and then somebody offends you in the church and you stop evangelizing because you are somebody offended you in the church. You have broken the covenant of God over your own life because God is not going to blame the person who offended you. It is you that the devil will face. Because the devil is aware that God wants you to evangelize. But you have stopped the evangelism. The excuse, the reason you gave for stopping the evangelism is because somebody offended you in the evangelism thing. The devil doesn't care about who offends you or who did not offend you. The fact that you allow something to make you fail in your spiritual obligation, your spiritual responsibility to God is what will give the devil access into any area of your life. There was a young lady, a very powerful evangelist that I know, and then one day she had a dream. In the dream, somebody told her to go and bath in the river. And without asking questions, she jumped into the river and went and bathed. Coming out of that river, a different spirit possessed her. She had the spirit of lust, and it took her years before she was able to overcome that spirit. When we move away from the presence of God, the devil is everywhere. Demons are everywhere. They are looking for access. 
Once any area of your life is compromised, then they give, they, they gain access. Sin compromises our spiritual life. Disobedience to God compromises our spiritual life. Disobeying prophetic guidance, prophetic instructions compromises our life. It exposes us to the wives of the enemy. The Israelites broke the covenant of God and they touched their costings. Their costings here could be things that has been dedicated to God in your life. When Samson failed God, there are cursed things on the body of Samson is his hair. And God told him that this hair is a devoted thing. This is the hair that makes you a Nazarite. Make sure no razor touches your hair. Make sure you do not eat anything dirty. Samson began to fall when he began to eat dirty stuff. He took, he killed a lion and later went back to the lion and ate honey from the rotting lion. Deliberately going against the pact of God for his life. Is there anything that you have personally identified or personally recognized that this is the things that God wants me to be doing? This is the thing that God wants me to dedicate my time to do. Is there anything in your life that you have discovered this is what God wants me to do personally to for my relationship with him but over the time you have deliberately disobeyed God in that regard this is not just about sin accursed things goes beyond the things that we talk about and we call it sin there are there are personal covenants that God makes with people there are personal covenants we also made with God you are talking to God about something that you desire in your life. God, if you do this for me, I will do this for you. God finally answered your prayers, but you refused to fulfill your own part of the bargain. You made a pledge. You made a vow before God. You made a covenant with God. And now you are comfortable. You refuse to fulfill that covenant you made. You are eating that thing that you promised God. That thing becomes a cost to you. It's a devoted thing to God. When we do that, what we do is that we open the door for the devil to gain access into our home, to gain access into our family, to gain access into our destiny. What are you a child of God doing in the shrine? The fact that you even sit down and you imagine that you even consider it, you are opening the door for the devil to gain access into your life. There are cost things here could also mean things that you have heard directly from God yourself, whether by prophetic directions, whether by dreams, whether by hearing voices. You have heard that God said you should not go to this place. God says you should not do this. God says you should not do that. But those things that God says you should not do, those are the things you are doing. God is calling you to ministry. You say, oh, I don't want to be in ministry. I just want to enjoy myself. The devil will use that as opportunity to gain access into our life and continue to oppress us. They have taken some of the devoted things they have stolen. They have lied. These are the things that God accused the Israelites of. 
they have put them with their own possessions. That is why the Israelites cannot stand against their enemies. They turn their backs and run because they have been made liable to destruction. I will not be with you anymore unless you destroy whatever among you is a cost to destruction. I will not be with you anymore unless you remove their costings from among you. Is there any accosting in your home? Do you have some ring? Do you have some bracelet? Some talisman that somebody gave to you that oh, when you use this thing, it will bring you good luck. If, if you continue to use that thing, you continue to bring destruction upon yourself. There are boys these days that you talk to them, don't buy this, don't do this, they will not listen. When they eventually get involved in things that they're supposed not to get involved in, things begin to go the other side for them. You are a Christian, what are you doing in a shrine? You are a Christian, what are you doing buying talisman? What are you doing buying good luck anointing? What are you doing buying wait and get anointing? There is nothing like good luck anointing. There is nothing like wait and get anointing. All are charms. And when you purchase those things and you bring them into your home, what you are doing is you are giving the devil access into your home. You are giving the devil access into your destiny. You are giving the devil access into your marriage. You are giving the devil access into your finances. Sometimes, when you go and buy something from people and they forget their change in your hand and you spend that change, you add it to your own and you spend that change, you are bringing accustings into your finances. You are giving the devil the legal ground to enter into your life and attack your finances. Because if that person cried to God against you, God will answer. God will answer. It is my prayer that the Holy Spirit will lead us into deeper things about this discussion we are having this morning. But I want you to know that God does not play with his principle. You cannot eat your tight and expect heaven to open for you. You cannot close your eyes against the needy around you and expect God to answer your own prayer of help. You can't close door against people who ask you for help and you are expecting God to help you. God takes his principle very serious. God takes his principle very serious. You can't do God's thing with levity. You can't give excuse about the things of God and expect heaven not to give excuse when it comes to your case. It's as simple as that. You are the type of person that your church cannot count on you. In terms of giving, you are not there. In terms of attention, you are not there. In terms of commitment, you are not there. In terms of calling out for the things of God, you are not there. Once people are calling out for the things of God, you start reversing yourself, start withdrawing yourself. And you are the first person to jump to front when they are praying for breakthrough. God is not mocked. This is the truth that we need to hear. If we must grow spiritually, we must understand to go all out 
for God so that heaven can go all out for us. If you are not there for the things of God, don't expect heaven to be there for you. If you want heaven to show up for you, you have to always be there for the things of God. Your personal relationship with God is very important. Your relationship with God must also radiate to the people around you, must radiate to the church that you find yourself. The church must notice your presence. The people around you must know that you are a light bearer. You carry the light of God with you. As long as that is not done, we continue to open the door for the devil to gain access into our life. My prayer for you this morning is that every door that is open for Satan in our life, heaven will shut them for us. And our relationship with God will be revived. Our life will come back to a place where we can freely operate with God in the mighty name of Jesus. Sin, negligence of our spiritual duty, harboring things that is not of God in our custody. If you have charm in your house, go and remove that charm. If you have talisman in your house, go and remove that talisman. If you have certain things that your grandmother gave you when you were leaving the village and they told you that every night you are sleeping, always put it under your pillow. Remove that thing from your house. It is an accursed thing. You have certain things that they ask you to bury in your compound and you buried it. Go and remove that thing from your compound because those are the things that we become doorways, access way for Satan into your home, into your business, into your marriage. If you are harboring bitterness in your heart against anyone, get rid of that bitterness because that bitterness is an accosting. It's going to give access to the devil. Look around you. The space is big. The space is bigger than us. As big as the space is, that is the size of the demons around us. And these demons are looking for ways. They are looking for opportunity. They are looking for, for stumbling blocks in our life so that they can use that and enter into our life. Why are you holding on to anger for so long? Why are you holding on to bitterness for so long? Why are you not positive about life? Why are you always complaining about things that you cannot fix? Why are you angry about your marriage? Why are you always comparing your, your spouse to another person outside? As if you wish to be with other people outside. As long as we continue to do that, we are giving access to Satan to destroy what we prayed for God to build for us. My prayer is for you is that whatever it is that the devil has taken away from us or whatever access he has gained into our life, the power of God will excommunicate it in the name of Jesus. Jesus' name I've prayed. I bless you with the blessing of Abraham, with the blessing of Isaac, the blessing of Israel. In the name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to today's message. Please share with your family and friends. Follow me on Instagram at at underscore Evans. I'm also on TikTok at AT underscore Evans. I'm on YouTube at AT Evans Missions.
See you in the next episode.